Welcome to the 2020 Pennsylvania Council of the Blind Convention. I'm Doug Hunsinger, and uh, we're honored today to have a special guest with us from Vanda Pharmaceuticals, who's a gold sponsor of the Pennsylvania Council of the Blind, and that would be Shauna Jatho. Shauna is a nurse educator, and she can tell you all about herself and about Vanda Pharmaceuticals and Non24. Welcome, Shauna. Welcome to our conference. Thank you. I'm happy to be a part of it. Special thanks to Douglas, Rick, and Tom for setting this up and having myself, Shauna Jatho, with Vanda to be a part of Pennsylvania's Council of the Blind and especially be in the virtual convention here. I would like to take this time to provide an overview for you on a condition called non-24, N-O-N-24. Many of you may have heard of non-24, seen our commercials, heard our radio ads. What my role is as a nurse educator is to increase awareness of this condition. It's a very rare condition that affects mainly individuals who are totally blind, but you can have some light perception and still develop non-24. The three main symptoms is difficulty falling asleep at night, difficulty getting a full night's sleep, and or difficulty staying awake during the day. I'm gonna talk a little bit more in detail about these three symptoms. What I would like to do is talk a little bit about our circadian rhythm. So non-24 is the short condition name. The full name is non-24 circadian rhythm sleep-wake disorder. So that word circadian, what does that mean? Give you a little overview of what's going on inside of our body that's causing non-24. If we were to break down that term circadian, circa means approximate or about, and diaz means day. So circadian is approximately one day. Definition of circadian rhythm, it's a biological rhythm. Anything biological means it's something that's happening inside of our body. So it's a biological rhythm that lasts approximately 24 hours. That word approximate is very important. Each of us has a circadian rhythm and the timing may be a little bit different for each of us. The important point here is to realize that all of us naturally have a circadian rhythm timing that's a little longer than the 24-hour world that we live in. Our clocks follow a very strict 24-hour timing system, but our bodies are made to function a little longer than 24 hours naturally. I'm going to come back and we're going to make another point to help that make a little bit more sense there as far as each of our circadian rhythms timing. All of the cells in our body follows a circadian rhythm. So our sleep and wake cycle 
is just one type of circadian rhythm. To name a few other examples, our hair and nail growth, our body temperature, our hair and nails tend to grow more at night versus during the day. Our body temperature is usually warmer during the day while we're up and active and cooler at night while we're resting or sleeping. Our appetite is also a circadian rhythm. So the commonality there, along with our sleep and wake circadian rhythm, is our body is given us cues or to give us the signal to do something at a particular time to follow a routine. Our body can signal when we're hungry, signal for our hair and nails to grow more at night, adjust our body temperature. So I like to mention to where you understand that there are different types of circadian rhythms, but what we're focused on today is our sleep and wake circadian rhythm. All of us naturally would like to have a routine day and night schedule to have a really great quality of life. How does our body know when it's day and when it's night, when to start waking up, when to start getting sleepy? Here's an important connection here with those of us who are not able to perceive any or enough light input. Our body needs an external signal to tell us when it's day. And we get this through light. Our bodies prefer this through natural sunlight, but we can also get this through artificial means like electricity, the lights in our homes. What this light does is it's transmitted to the back of the eye, the specialized cells of the retina, which then transmits the signal from the back of the eye to our master body clock and our brain. So our master body clock is a lay term. The official term is suprachiasmatic nucleus, but master body clock is easier to understand. It's there to control the timing of all of our circadian rhythms. So when our body starts to perceive light and gets that signal to the brain, then we'll start waking up. When the sun starts to go down or we turn the lights off in our homes, it gives our body that cue, it's time to start getting sleepy now. If we don't have enough or any light perception, what happens is our body starts running on its own time. So going back to that point that I made in the beginning there, that we all have a circadian rhythm timing, and for most of us, it's a little longer than 24 hours. With the light perception, our body erases that extra time and resets us every day to the 24-hour world that we live in. But those of us who aren't able to perceive any or enough light their body runs on its own time and it starts shifting and drifting later and later. It gets offset and it starts leading to the symptoms of non-24. 
So that gives you a little background of what's going on inside of our body so that you can better understand the symptoms of non-24. So let's talk a little bit more in detail about symptoms and facts of non-24. So the three main symptoms that I listed, let's talk about the first one, difficulty falling asleep at night. So keep in mind, we've discussed the circadian rhythm timing. We have a circadian rhythm cycle. So our timing resets every day, but our circadian rhythm cycle may be different timing for a few of many of us. It may take a month. It may take a month and a half. It may take over two months to get through a full cycle. So if that first main symptom, difficulty falling asleep at night, if you're towards the beginning or end of your circadian rhythm cycle, you may not have any difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, or staying awake. Or it might not be that it's impairing or affecting the quality of your life. But as your body moves through that timing system each night, you're drifting, you're shifting further and further away so if you're a week, several weeks into your cycle, you may find that it's taken you an hour or longer to fall asleep. The second main symptom, difficulty getting a full night's sleep. So this is where you have a break in your sleeping pattern. By the time you fall asleep, it may be an hour or a few hours later, you wake up, can't go back to sleep or it's extremely frustrating, you eventually fall back asleep, but it may take you an hour or a few hours to get back to sleep. And for most of us, we usually get up at a pretty routine time. So that could be quite frustrating if you've had a horrible night's sleep, but you still have to get up and get your day going. And the third main symptom is difficulty staying awake during the day. I like to use the example of, let's say it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon. If your body is on the completely opposite circadian rhythm timing, then your body thinks it's midnight. So even though it's in the middle of the day, which we should be awake, alert, active, you know, functioning, going through our day-to-day -day life, but we may have an overwhelming urge to sleep because our body cannot process that light perception. It's running on its own time. So it's giving us cues that, hey, I'm sleepy. I'm ready to go to sleep now. So we either fight it and can struggle through it, or there may be some days where you have to take a nap, or some other days where it's uncontrollable and you fall asleep at the drop of a hat. So that erratic sleeping pattern can vary from person to person, and it can vary from day to day and night to night. That's a difference in non-24 and other sleep disorders. Many of you have probably heard of sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is a very routine sleep disorder. The defining difference there between the two 
is sleep apnea is lack of oxygen to the brain. Non-24 is lack of light to the brain in more simplistic terms to get a general understanding of the difference there. Insomnia. True insomnia is a condition on its own. Many individuals who suffer with difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep are diagnosed with insomnia. This is important topic of what we talk about with our doctors so that they're aware of the difference. Because with non-24, you can have insomnia-like symptoms where there's nights where you have trouble sleeping. But with non-24, we call it cyclical in nature because these symptoms can come and go. Going back to that point, there may be some days and nights where you have no trouble sleeping or no trouble staying awake. That can vary from day to day or night to night. Non-24 can affect up to 70% of individuals who are totally blind. Very high percentage because of the lack of light perception. But keep in mind that you can still develop non-24 with some light perception. Generally, the symptoms of non-24 may first start to be noticed around the time an individual starts to lose vision. If your vision symptoms worsen, your sleep symptoms may worsen. Affects both men and women equally at any age. There's no known data to suggest that individuals who have congenital blindness, born blind, versus develop blindness later in life is more prevalent to develop non-24. There's no data that supports that. If you have any type of vision impairment and you have sleep struggles, that's affecting your quality of life. And what I mean by quality of life is what do you get up? What's important to you? What do you need to do in your day-to-day life? Is it work? Is it school, family time, social activities? Whatever it is that's important in your life. And if you're not being able to get that routine sleep and wake pattern and it's affecting the quality of your life, then know that there is help out there. So my role as a nurse educator is to be able to go out into the community and educate you on this rare condition. If this is something that you feel that you're not suffering with, maybe you know someone who's visually impaired or totally blind and has sleep struggles, or you would like your doctor educated on non-24, or you would like to learn more about non-24 in more detail or have literature sent to you. You know, we have braille, large print, audio, um, different types of material that we can provide you because this just gives you a general overview of non-24. If you would like your doctor educated, we have what we call account managers. And what our account manager's role is, 
is to be able to go out into the community and educate our doctors and answer any questions or enlighten them on non-24 because it's rare. Many of them have not heard of non-24 and they can answer any questions that they have more on a scientific level. But it is a great discussion for you to initiate and have with your doctor and ask them even if they've heard of non-24. So if you would like to learn more about non-24, if you'd like to have your doctor educated on non-24, share sleep struggles, whatever it may be, you can contact me personally, and then I can get you set up with a health educator. Because I provide this information here initially, and then a health educator, what their role is, is to work with you one-on-one over the phone to provide as much or as little support as you want. Some individuals connect with their health educator, have the information mailed to them or emailed to them. They do research on their own and take it from there, decide that, I'll call you, you know, if I would like to learn more, if I'd like my doctor educated. Others are, I've been suffering with sleep struggles for years. I want to talk to my doctor about it. I'd like my doctor educated and I'd like to learn more. So it's a very unique program catered to what your needs are. We're here to support you. So to get set up with a health educator, you can call me directly at 202 538-0327. I'd gather just some initial information to get you set up with a health educator. Some individuals feel more comfortable with just having that one-on-one call with me to address something in particular that they're going through with their sleep struggles. So whatever it may be, I'm here to have that one-on-one call with you initially. So again, my name is Shauna Jatho, and my number is 202-538-0396. And we do have a few more minutes to where I can open up to questions. If anyone has any particular questions or if they know that they would like to speak with me, if you feel comfortable sharing, you know, your name and number, Um, or at a later time, then you just reach out and initiate that call to me. Um, If you have a specific question that you've thought about after learning about non-24, I'm happy to take some questions or if you'd just like to share some sleep struggles. And our very capable Zoom facilitator, Donna Brown, will tell you what you need to do if you want to ask questions. Okay, good evening, everyone. So if you want to ask a question, we're using webinar, and if you are an attendee, you need to raise your hand in order for me to recognize you, and I will allow you to talk. So to raise your hand, if you're calling in on a phone, you dial star nine. If you are on a Windows computer, it is Alt-Y. If you're on a Mac computer, it's Option-Y, and if you're using the Zoom app on whatever device, there should be a raise hand button maybe about in the middle of your screen and you double tap that. Uh, so, or, um, and then when I allow you to talk, you will receive a message telling you to unmute. If your phone number ends in 344, 
uh, you should be able to unmute. Hello? Hi. Yes, go ahead. Um, uh, there are a couple things about this. Um, I'm totally born. Uh, see, I thought others... Uh, what about dreams? Now, um, do you all discuss, you know, dreams? People ask me, too, like... Um, you know, dreams, uh, you know, people dreaming, like, also, like, if you have a certain kind of dream about something happening, um, can that affect uh, the uh, non-24? Well, that's an interesting question. So, not to my knowledge that dreams have a correlation with non-24. Think of it as the connection with non-24 is honed in on the lack of light perception. It's that pathway that we need to have that light, have that signal transmitted to the back of the eye to then get that signal to the master body clock in the brain. So non-24 is focused on the lack of light perception, which leads to the symptoms. So I personally am not aware of any correlation with non-24 and dreams. Oh, okay. I just want to one more thing, then I'll, everybody else. How many people, you said three quarters of the blind people, about how many people is that? Roughly, approximately about 130,000, that it, up to 130,000 it could affect in the United States. Okay. Which, with that amount of people, that's that's a lot, but it's still considered a rare condition. We still have Pistachio 53. In order to unmute, if you're on a computer, you do Alt-A. If you're on a uh, Mac, you do Command-Option or Command-Shift-A, excuse me. Uh, if you're on your iOS device or uh, using the app, there is, you should be able to unmute. There should be a button. And if you are on the phone, it is star six. Yeah, this is Pistachio 53. Yes, go ahead. Jim Ivers. Um, I'll just aware two of other conditions that impact uh, uh, circadian rhythms, including uh, prostate cancer and diabetes. And uh, so it's hard for me to figure out What's uh, causing me to interrupt a good eight hours of sleep? Yeah, so that's an interesting point to make. That let's say we're we're sound asleep and we wake up because our body's given us cues that we need to go to the bathroom. So right. you you go to the bathroom, you hop hop back in the bed, and you're able to fall back asleep. So that's you know irrelevant of non twenty four. Um, you know, sometimes it may have been that, you know, what if you had caffeine later at night or a stressful situation going on? Think of all of the things that could hinder our sleep, right? Yes. So if if you keep a sleep journal or sleep diary, uh-huh. that may be helpful to track. Is this cyclical in nature with, with what non-24, how it's displayed here? Where do you find that some nights it's harder and harder to get to sleep or to stay asleep? And then that timing starts shifting or drifting. You can kind of be even just mental aware of of a change in that respect. Um, That may help also 
um, not only for yourself, but if you're discussing it with your doctor to try to help to know if this is more of what I'm maybe suffering with or even to just simply be able to eliminate it. Yes. And also the, I was wondering about the implications of depression in terms of that uh, fatigue or tiredness during the day. Um, just I'm aware of, I'm not looking for anything in particular, but sure. Which could affect secondary. So, I mean, when, when our bodies don't get a routine sleep and wake pattern, that, that disrupts other parts of our body. Right. Mentally, right. physically, emotionally. Right. Okay. So individuals who, you know, I've spoken to, many of them have been suffering with sleep struggles for years, you know, thinking that maybe it was due to something else or... It just really wasn't affecting, you know, their life too much. And then over time, it's just gotten to be exhausting and the symptoms started worsening. And that's when they started to pay more attention to it. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, it's just, if you're not having any sleep struggles now, then, you know, look at this as a, a learning, oppor- you know, opportunity where you're able to um, learn about a condition and, you know, hopefully you won't have sleep struggles in the future, but if, if you do, then you've learned little tidbits about non 24, or you may be able to help someone else who may be suffering with sleep struggles. Another uh, thing I encounter is that, uh, and when I've asked uh, ophthalmologists, et cetera, they haven't been able to tell me, I get white uh, images. So I'm and uh, at times, at different times during the day, and sometimes when I'm going to bed, there are bright, um, I don't know what to call it, it's that light, it's, I guess they are bright images mm-hmm. that uh, appear, and that's just weird. <laughs> Distracting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I can't find anything that triggers it. Uh, or ends it in particular. Mm-hmm. Just kind of go through it, live through it. But it is a, uh, it's an annoyance, I can say. Sure. That. Well, we have just a bit less than two minutes. Um, are there any other hands, Donna? Or are we? There are, there are no more hands raised. Okay, Shauna, maybe what we should do is have you give your contact information once again. And we'll see you or hear from you again at our banquet uh, Saturday night. Is that correct? Yes. All yes, right. I'll be a part of that. Okay. Definitely. Well, uh, if you'd like to give your contact info, and then, uh, again, we'll hear from you also throughout the weekend on our PCB exhibit hall. So I'll let you talk. Sure, Doug. So, again, my name is Shauna Jatho. I'm registered nurse with Vanda. And my contact information is 202-538-0396. So that's my personal number. You can call me um, if you just have a question where you would like more confidential one-on-one. I'm here to have that conversation with you. If you'd like to get set up with a health educator, uh, to learn more about non-24, have your doctor educated, um, please reach out to me. Uh, have a flexible schedule and available. I appreciate all of your time and interest and enjoy your convention, and I'm happy to be a part of it. 
Well, thank you so much, and thanks to uh, Vanda also for their uh, gold sponsorship of our conference. And uh, without further ado, I will gladly turn it over to my spouse, the president of uh, PCB, Chris Hunsinger, as it's just about that time. <laughs> 